0: It's time now for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is on 103.9 FM, WXAN. It's presented by the Lighthouse of Faith Ministries, located at 420 South Street in Murfreesboro. Their worship services are Sunday morning at 1130 a.m., and they welcome you. Time now for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is. Because of who? Now listen what he says over here. He says, this is St. Jane, the 5th chapter 13. Is any among you afflicted? He say, let him pray. Is any married? Let him sing. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Listen. Let him call for the elders of the church. All right? Now the burden ain't on him. It's on the elders of the church. And this is why we got to get it right. Now listen. He said, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Okay. Now listen. And what the prayer, Who doing the prayer? The elders of the church is doing the prayer. And the prayer of faith shall do what? Shall save the sick. Shall save the sick. That's why. When you learn the principle of God, you quit running around here letting folks lay hands on you and they praying in doubt, playing and unbelief, praying demons they carrying right into you. Come on now. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Listen, what's going to save the sick? The prayer of faith. And who's going to pray the prayer of faith? The elders of the church. And who shall raise them up? And the Lord shall raise him up. Listen. And if he have committed sin, they shall be forgiven him. Let me tell you something. I've often teach because this is how God uh, brought me through. He didn't, he didn't heal me. And that's my life was, was different because I, of the calling on my life. But I had to repent of that sin. Of, the, of my sin. And the minute that I did. God released his healing power. But let me tell you something. You can be in sin and get healed. You can. But in order to keep that healing. You're going to have to get out of the sin. You can't get the healing and expect to keep on sinning. So you don't have to be saved to get healed. But you're going to have to repent to keep it. Let me throw that in there. Okay. So we understand. That the of faith shall save the sick. Now we're going to go over here. And we're going to see. Uh, over here in Isaiah, and I wrap it up here in Isaiah. Now listen and listen well to what I'm telling you. Over in the, I'm sorry, in the second book of Kings. Okay, and and see the teaching that I'm I'm teaching you. It it won't stir your mind. It won't make you want to dance and run and do all that foot, fancy footstep. You have to be in the midst of going through something. You have to be, really be uh, uh, a hunger for God. In order to hear the word. Because nowadays we go to church for a thrill. If you don't go to church and get a thrill. You really don't think you've had church. But when you come to love the word. And you put the word above everything. You have arrived to victory. Now listen. I'm talking, taking you to I, uh, Hezekiah. In Hezekiah. And I want to share something with you. When it comes to your healing. When you are believing God for healing. Unless God bypass all the natural laws to heal you, you will have to fight the good fight of faith. I'm going to say that again. If you believe in God for healing, unless God bypass all the natural laws, you're going to have to fight the good fight of faith. And this is why most of us keep running back in there because we want God to do something quick, fast, and in a hurry. But 99% of the time, you're going to have to fight the good fight of faith. Now, if God does bypass the laws of nature and he heals you, you can consider that a miracle. Now, if he bypassed the laws of nature and he heals you, consider that a miracle. You do not need faith. That means God took up on his own volition to move upon your situation and move that cancer out of your life. You didn't have to go through no treatment. You didn't have to do none of that kind of stuff because God took up on his own volition to move it out of your life. Now, that would be called a miracle. But 99% of the time, God works in laws with the na- laws of nature. Okay, now what is a miracle? A miracle is when God's supernatural power intervenes into your situation, and the laws of nature are suspended. When when Joshua was fighting the children, uh, uh the walls of Jericho. He he cried unto the Lord. And the sun stood still. That's an outright miracle. Okay? The sun stood still. When Moses was preparing to cross the Red Sea and the the ocean, the sea stood up. That was an outright miracle. Hallelujah. And this is what most of us want. We want something quick, fast, and in a hurry. And we don't want to fight the good fight of faith. And even if God did do a miracle, you would have to fight the good fight of faith to maintain it because Satan is coming back to test you. He's coming back to try it, to try you. Okay. Just like a bird. when a bird is in his cake, in his shell, when that bird is in his shell, that bird has to crack that shell from the inside. He, if anyone crack that shell from the outside, you're going to destroy that bird, but you have to struggle. That bird have to struggle. That eagle have to struggle with all his might to crack that shell from the inside. And when you are believing God for healing, your healing must come from the inside. First, it will come from the within, that inside, before it manifests on the outside. Because why is it coming from the inside? Because as a man think it, why? In his heart. That's where it's at. It's what you think. All right. So we understand a miracle is something that God decides he's going to come into your life. You don't need faith to get it, but you'll need faith to keep it. Okay, but a healing now, listen a healing, a healing. Let's go back to elementary. A healing when you see that word ing, it is something in action. Now, we're talking about healing, healing, healing. Okay, when you pray the prayer of faith and you believe that prayer of faith right there, you believe it, you believe it within your heart. You believe it within your heart. You know, back in elementary, what was healing? The teacher said, when you see that word with the I-N-G, what is it? It's something in action. A verb is a word that what speaks action. So when that I-N-G is on there, it can be a verb. And that verb is in action. So guess what? When you believe, when you pray the first time and God hears you, guess what? That healing is in the process. But you can't see it with the natural eye. But it's in action. That means it's it's, it's working to manifest itself. Now what is a process? A process is a is a series of action, or steps taken in order to achieve a certain end or receive, uh, achieve a certain result. So healing is a process. You got to understand the difference between a miracle, which is suddenly, and you don't need faith, but God just come in and bam, there it is. But a healing is a process. So when you pray the prayer of faith, then you have to stand on the word of God while that healing is in action. Healing is taking that process to bring you into uh, to bring it into manifestation. Okay? All right. God is a God of faith, and he that worships God must worship him in spirit and in truth. Always remember, before it manifests out here, a spirit is unseen. You won't see God. You won't see him. You won't see the word in action. The word is working. Hallelujah. It's working, and you got to know this by faith, okay? And I can't wait to release what God has given me. But he won't allow me to release it just yet. That's right. Healing is a process. And it healing just like that bird. Can't nobody stand in proxy for you. Regardless. Every man got to stand on his own two feet. Now God has allowed proxy for children. But grown folks. Can't nobody take your weight. You got to, you got to get this thing from within. Let me tell you. Too far too many of us. Leaving before our time. And you got to understand that. So when you believe in God and you understand if he does a miracle, bam, Oh, I got it. And you can praise him and thank him. But if he don't no, he's working by faith, but he needs your cooperation to bring it into this hip physical world. Okay. Now listen, it says in those days was Hezekiah sick unto death and the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos came to him and said unto him, Thus says the Lord, set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Again, when I'm teaching, I always teach that our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And sometimes the word of God will use metaphors like the house. He's talking about setting your house in order. He's not talking about uh uh, your house your living house and your building but he's talking about set this house in order in other words when you're going, going before God you make sure you set your house in order by repenting from your sin by forgiving those that have hurt you and by just just letting go of a fear you got to set your house in order because if you move in fear and doubt and unbelief Satan is you, you working for the other side but you got to move in faith you got to know that God hears you when you pray. You got to know that he promised that he will never leave you or forsake you. You got to know that he said when you walk through the storm, when you walk through the floods and the water, he said, I'll be there. You got to know that when he said that he'll be there, he's right there every step of the way. Hallelujah. You won't always feel him because sometimes the trials and the darkness overshadow his his presence and you won't always feel him, but you got to know by faith he's right there. You got to know by faith that he's not a shepherd that will lead the sheep in times of trouble you got to know this you got to know it if you don't know nothing else when you believe in god for your healing you got to take a stand and where do you take a stand you take a stand in your mind because your mind must be anchored with the word of god because your mind is the enforcer for what god has done if you don't enforce it through the mind then you're gonna be defeated because god has already won the victory in the spirit but you gotta enforce it through the mind So listen, he told Hezekiah to set his house in order. And then after, listen, but watch what Hezekiah did. He said, set thine house for thou shalt die and not live. And many of us are living beneath our privilege because the Bible says I've given unto you at least three score and ten years. That's at least 70 years that God has given to man. But we're seeing these babies die at an early age. You got to know that God never intended. He wanted you. He said in his word, he wished that you prosper and be in health. And in old age we shall flourish and bring forth fruit. In old age shall we flourish and bring forth fruit. But look what Hezekiah did. Hezekiah didn't say a word. Hallelujah. He didn't get on the phone calling everybody. He didn't get on the phone crying on me or my. He didn't do none of that stuff. You got to learn how to stand on your own volition. You got to know how to put your faith in order. You got to know that God will never leave you or forsake you and you got to stand in your mind. After you've done all, you stand. Hallelujah. You talk. Hallelujah. You pray about it and then you give that thing to God and after you've done and all you stand and then after you stand you keep on standing sometimes you're going to get knocked down but you keep on standing where you're standing you're standing in the mind because the mind is your enforcer hallelujah you got to work with God if you're going to seek success in your life you're going to have to take a stand in your mind that means the wind may be like that ship it may hit you and knock you to the left it may knock you to the right and sometimes it'll dunk that ship like it's going under but after all is said and done you stand and sometimes you're going to get leveled to the ground and sometimes you're going to feel like you're all alone and sometimes you're going to feel like God why me but that's all right. you stand after you've done all you stand and when you stand you keep standing and every time the enemy knock you down you stand and then the Bible tell me that God won't put no more on you than you can bear so sometimes you feel like it's all over and sometimes you feel like you're going under and then the angels of God will come minister you and give you strength and you get up and you fight another round this is what we call fighting a good fight of faith Hallelujah so guess what Hezekiah did I beseech thee now listen this is you and and it may be you may be like um we watched the Wizard of Oz Dorothy and the gland and and little Toto and the, and the tin man they went up there trembling but They got the victory. You got to go up that trembling now. You might be trembling, but we don't worry about that. I ain't worried about no trembling. I know the word of God is true. All right. Now, listen, what did Hezekiah do? He, first of all, he didn't go screaming and and boohooing and none of that stuff just yet. He listened to what the man of God said. And remember me telling y'all last week, a prophetess had given me a word and with that word, I wouldn't be quiet. I just wouldn't be just rambling. And she trying to tell me what the Lord was saying. And I'm just. And, I, and But God, thank God, she got the message across. Hallelujah. Be still. Bible say, be still and know that I'm God. Be still in your mind. You take control of your mind. See, you are the one that the captain of your mind. You don't have to be wrestling with God because it's already done in the Spirit, but He told you to renew your mind. He told you to transform your mind. you are the captain of your mind, and you got to know this so be still and know I'm God. when he say, "Be still," that means shut your mind down, don't let it go running everywhere. Hallelujah the imagination here you go start imagining what well, my mama had and my grandma had, it. and I guess I'm your imagination just going all crazy. Shut it down. Shut your mind down. Hallelujah. That's the first thing. Shut it down. How do you steal your mind? With the word of God. Hallelujah. And then you go, sometimes you go in the presence of God. And sometimes you may have to cry. Just cry out. You cry out and just moan sometimes. Because when you cry and moan, the, the spirit knows what you need. It knows what you're saying. But don't go praying certain prayers out loud. I'm telling you how to fight the good fight of faith. Oh, Lord, I'm so weak and all. I'm so tired. I need help. Stop that foolishness, okay? Because when you're fighting a real enemy and when you come to realize that that rascal is real, he's real. You'll be quiet and you'll be cautious of what you say in your mouth in your prayer time. If you're feeling that stuff in your your prayer time, be still and let your heart speak. But don't you open your mouth and verbalize that stuff. Hallelujah. I'm telling you what God is telling me to tell you. Keep your mouth closed when it comes to negative stuff. You hear me? Don't pray out loud. Just let your heart talk. Hallelujah. And I just come out of a, a, I tell you, I come out of a hellish battle with Satan. Talking about getting up to that mountain and rest till you make it to that mountain. Where is that mountain? God said, go up to the mountain. That mountain is a place of peace. You got to, you got to keep scaling till you get to that mountain. When you get to that mountain, you rest in that peace of God. Let me tell you something. Tune your mouth up when you go to prayer even though that's prayer time don't pray negative stuff that satan to jump on it when you start talking all that stuff lord jesus i i i am so confused i'm do don't, don't don't do that if it's in your heart let god read your heart he hears you and he reads your heart anyway he's not stuttering your mouth your heart is what talks to god okay so you verbalize put your mouth in the right thing but when you pray you pray the word don't pray the problem. Pray the word. When you pray, praying, pray the word. Okay? And anything contrary to the word, you speak to your heart, heart to heart with God and he'll take care of the issue but if you speak it verbally, Satan gonna jump on it and add more to it he can locate you, the only way he can locate you is by your action and by your word but when he keep hitting you, he wants you to, teach, he, he keep hitting you with everything, he gonna hit you with the kids he gonna hit you with the job, he gonna hit you with sickness, he hitting you and he coming, bam, 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 cause he wants you to open your mouth and talk stupid, and he can add some to it. But you don't say nothing out loud but what the word says. Okay? I just got a few more. Y'all hang in there just a little bit longer. I'm about finished. Okay? Now listen. What did Hazelichai do? He turned his face to the wall and the Bible say, and he prayed unto the Lord saying, now listen what he said. I beseech thee, O Lord, remember now how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart, and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. Now listen, And it came to pass, before Isaiah was gone out into the middle court, that the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Now listen, he could have laid down and took that negative report. God ain't playing games with us. Hezekiah would have been dead. He could have just sit there and got his house in order and say, okay, I'm ready, Lord. But he turned his face to the wall. When you turn your face to the wall, you're turning your back on everything. Turn your face to the wall. Most of us turn our face to the church. We turn our face to the bishop. We turn our face to the prophet. Turn your face to the wall. Turn your back on everything and get what God needs to tell you. Now, this is what Hezekiah did. Now, listen. Bear with me just a little bit. What he did, he brought back God's word. Okay, this is what he did. And it said, this is what God said in Exodus 15 and 26. Now listen, this is what Hezekiah did. He brought the word. God going to honor his word. He said, if thou would diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, listen, and will give ear to his commandments. And keep all his statutes, I will put none of these disease upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptian, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. What did God say if you would do that which is right? Then Hezekiah said, God I have walked before you with a perfect perfect heart and done that which is right. Let me explain this word: perfect, perfect does not mean you're not going to make mistakes, okay, when you got a perfect heart. That means you may fall in sin. You may fall, but a perfect heart would get up and repent and get it right. Just like uh oh, if I if I offended you, I hurt, say I hurt minister Logan, and over the years. And it have not been nothing for me to pick up the phone and, and apologize to her. And, and she said, like, oh, I haven't thought anything about that. And she calm me down through the year. Listen, Pastor, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to. Whatever the case may be. Why? Why is this? That's a perfect heart. You can't have a perfect heart when you're rotten and know you're rotten and know you've done people wrong. And then you go on just like everything is is, is, is perfect. And, but a perfect heart is when you fall. Uh, you hurt your brother's or sister. Then you big enough to say, "I will you forgive me? And then you repent of that. That's a perfect heart. So when Hezekiah say, I have worked, walked before you with a perfect heart, that's what he meant. He has obeyed God. And let me tell you something. God heard his prayer. Why? Because he brought back the word. God said, if you walk before me with a perfect heart, I won't put any of the disease that I put on the Egyptian. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. Okay? Y'all got that? Now listen, and before Isaiah could get out of the uh, uh, courtyard, the Lord turned him around and he came and, and uh, healed him. Now listen, he said, turn again and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people. Thus says the Lord, the God of David, thy father, I have heard thy prayer. What he say? I heard thy prayer. And I have seen thy tears. The Bible says, with a broken and contrite heart is what God is looking for. When your heart is broken and contrite and you got sorry. This is what Hezekiah was doing. He said, behold, I will heal thee. Now listen, on the third day, thou shalt go up unto the house of the Lord. And I will add unto thy days 15 years. Now listen. And I will deliver thee in this city out of the hand of the king. Now, listen. Two things I'm going to show you here. This first thing, whatever Hezekiah was dealing with, God healed that thing in the spirit. You got to understand when you're dealing with faith and the word of God, or when you're dealing with healing, God heals. Is done in the spirit, okay. That was a spiritual thing. God took care of the problem, that was the spiritual part of it. God settled it 15 years. He said, Okay, you got this. God took care of it spiritually. When you go to God in faith, He's dealing with your situation spiritually. It's got to be done spiritually before you see it physically. Okay? Now listen, listen. God took care of the spiritual part. But listen, he said, And I will add unto thy days fifteen years, and I will deliver thee and this city out of the hand of the king. Now let me skip down to that seventh verse. Okay? In that seventh verse, look, Isaiah said, take a lump of fig and they took and laid it on the ball and he recovered. Now you see that God took care of the root of that problem. When you are dealing in healing, God deals with the root. Okay. And if y'all go back uh, 41 years ago, when I talk about the healing, what happened? God dealt with the root. He cursed that cancer. where at the root. Okay. But now listen, he said, "Take a lump of fig and lay it on the ball. The ball, the lump of fig was for the physical part of it. This is why it does not affect your faith to go to the doctor. Let the doctor do what they can to help your faith, your your uh, flesh, to become comfortable. While God dealt with the root of that thing, He told him to lay a, pea, a lump of fig on the ball that was on the flesh. So if you go to the doctor, that's not a to be anchored in the finished work of the cross and then let the flesh do what the flesh do it ain't no harm to take a a pill see back in my day i just thought if i took a if i took a surgery oh that's 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 just not faith but god had cursed that cancer at the root and and when he cursed it at the root i could have been up and well in six weeks If they took out the bad part, because y'all remember me telling you the bad part was passing and little by little and it took four years for that bad part to pass and my body to heal. Well, if they took out the bad part, I would have been up and at it in six weeks. Why? Because God dealt with the root of that thing. So when you trust in God, you let God deal with the root of your problem and you take care of the flesh of your problem and the two will come together and God will meet you whatever level of faith you got, Wherever your faith is, God will beat you on your level. Don't try to have faith somebody else got. Have the faith wherever you are and you take your faith to God because God says and it's where If you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can speak unto this sycamine tree and it must be removed. He already told you the quota you got to have. All you need is a mustard seed. You don't have to have big strong faith. You don't have to have a lot of faith. If you got the mustard seeds, you you got the quota. And if you use that mustard we look at people and we say, oh, they got so much faith. I wish I had that faith. No, it started with the mustard seed. As you use that mustard seed, and as you go, your faith will grow. It's just like a bodybuilder. When a bodybuilder gets start training and lifting them weights, it's the same muscle. But what is he doing? He using it, and it get big and thick. And your faith is the same way. You may start out with the quota, but as you trust God and God take you through that victory, then your faith will grow and it a grow. And as you trust God in each situation, before you know it, you have that faith. Uh, that faith that that muscle seed has grown into. A big faith. Hallelujah. But you got to trust God. Father God, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for the word, Father. And I thank you for what you're doing in this season. And I thank you, Father, that you are bringing your people back to you, Father God. I thank you through the word of God, you are encouraging the brokenhearted. There are those that are just down and out, those that just don't feel like they can make it, Father. I thank you through the word of God, that victory is their portion through the word of God. And Father, those that are dealing with sickness and disease right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we send your word. Father, I ask you, Lord, that you stir up, Father God, let them know that if they trust you, Father God, that you would not forsake them, that you will not let them down, Father. You say a smoking flex, you will not put out, Father. That means if they come to you, Father God, with just a little bit of hope and faith, Father God, you will not quench that faith. Father, I thank you right now that the word is going out over the nations. Even now as I speak, Father God, those that are hearing the word are rising up from cancer, lupus, all of these diseases that has helped kept your people down father we speak the word in the name of Jesus we send the word father that whoever hears this message father that their faith will rise up and meet the occasion father that they will be strengthened and encouraged to fight the enemy father God and as they stand on the word of God and fight the good fight of faith father God you will watch over your word to perform it and father no one that put their trust in you will be let down I thank you father god and i give you praise in jesus name and when it's all said and done father god we will be careful very careful very very careful to give you the praise and the glory that's due your name in jesus mighty name and the church sings, amen you've been listening to hallelujah tell it like it is brought to you by the lighthouse of faith ministries in murfreesboro they're located at 420 South Street, and you could join them for their Sunday morning worship services at 11.30 a.m. Tune in again next time for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is. Because of who you are.